to the Crystal Conversation. This is a podcast between Ruby and Lynn for the month of June 2021. Welcome along, Ruby. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah? I'm doing good. How good. are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing brilliant, thank you. A lot of changes in the exciting things, yeah, happening. Well, I was wondering if we could understand those exciting things in the context of the stones we've been working with this last month, which were Blue John and Labradorite. Mm, And in that, we're going to explore further the the geomantic structure that we spoke about in the last podcast, um, with a great deal of support and help from the meeting that we had with Antoinette Lyons-Glynn from the Flower of Light Mystery School. And um, a review of what was shared with Michael Eastwood also. So that's going to be the movement through the conversation today. Oh, brilliant. I'm excited. Ah, Yes, it's it's been a very exciting month with an opportunity for different dots to be joined up, if you like, Mm. because I didn't quite understand how the geomantic structures fitted with our own collective unconscious so that we work throughout our being as one the cell within the organism of Gaia, but I think I might be getting a little bit closer to that. <laughs> <laughs> Could be very wrong, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so we shall see. We shall see. Smells really good. <laughs> Well, it's the sixth of the sixth today, so we <laughs> <laughs> might get a bit too giggly, but let's try. Sorry, I don't know why I'm so giggly. Try to hold that in. <laughs> so, um, we know from Lisa Rene that the planetary grid network, as she suggests, is, is an intelligence that's organized into many layers of the geomantic blueprint that holds living consciousness through geometries, which govern the direction of all the energy into matter and manifestation through space and time. And working with the Blue John and the Labradorite, I thought taking that as a focus, I might try to understand that in a meaningful way that made sense to me, but also felt sensible to me as well. the mathematical geometries are programs put into place that form specific functions within precise layers of the multi-dimensional structure that we live in. And um, that's really where we sit today, really, making some sense of that. Mm. And uh, with the work that Antoinette drew us to, that began to unfold for me as I did the meditations with the Blue John and the Labradorite. Um, Because in essence, what Antoinette was saying was that at a blueprint level, we hold the same forms and patterns within our DNA as is also held within the structures that are operating on the planet between the ley lines and the mounds and the pyramids and all the sacred 
buildings and sites that are on the planet. Mm. And the suggestion is that there was, there is, and we all come from, a higher source of intelligence that is printed into us and is also printed into the planet. Mm. So as we can come into a greater harmony and balance within the planet and its intelligence, we can operate as a part of that whole, really. Mm. And in understanding how we operate as a part of that whole, I was really struggling because words like self and self-identity seemed rather restrictive for the process we were talking about. And then I realised it's quite possibly referencing more coming into a state of wholeness within ourselves from what we would understand as a soul level mm. and I think possibly a light body level. I know we mentioned about the opportunity to begin to experience ourselves moving into a light body resonance at this point and I think that's what all this work is suggestive of really right so that we can bring that mm. um way of being um more more palpable or strongly into our experience of ourselves mm. which is uh fantastic because i haven't seen it in that light before i was always trying to think oh it's just about self it's just about self but of course it's not, it's about the higher dimensions and the higher self really. And working locally with the Blue John was really interesting because it felt like it really kind of anchored a um, sense of living and walking on the surface of the planet locally mm. that was resonating a type of information network mm. it's almost like that's a good point to kind of start at isn't it mm. with your local stone mm. yeah yeah and i know different people have uh, contacted to say about working with the local stones and the sense of the experience that they had with that just again that key theme of opening up different doorways of awarenesses working through different levels of our subtle Mm. bodies really mm. so it's like getting into harmony of working with the planet as ourselves are part of that mm. and having it kind of teach us because you mentioned the idea of it being from a higher more celestial yeah. place so it's kind of that's also teaching us within not only the surroundings and but also within our own Kind of blueprint as well well that's right because as Antoinette says the blueprint for each of us comes from a much higher point a point that's beyond time a point that's that's spoken of as the zeppi point which is the all knowing the past the present and the future and what happens is that as we incarnate we have to drop into a singular point, which often sees itself as either moving towards something or referencing back to something, but doesn't see itself as being capable of all time or place. 
at any given moment. Mm, that's interesting. That's called the Zeppi point. Yes. Zero point. Yeah, that's interesting. Because I, I was talking to a friend the other day and they were saying about the idea of, yeah, that we are all existing all at the same, everything has always existed all at the same point. Mm. And that, you know, I am you, you are me. Mm -hmm. And that we're actually ultimately living lots of diverse lives all at once. Yeah, yeah. Which I thought was quite an interesting idea. Yeah. And it, this high, and this and what we've done is we've kind of come from this all-encompassing place, which may well be what's referenced as the light realms, the light body part of us. We've concentrated it down very much into physical matter mm. and material, and it's been corrupted by ideas of having to make a choice at any given point whereas actually what we're saying is there's multiple mm. ways of experiencing ourselves in every moment really mm. Mm. and I thought that what Michael Eastwood spoke to us about when he did the podcast kind of brought that into a sharper focus yet again because he was talking about working with the oversouls of Isis and uh, Magnetite and Pyrite and coming to that work through the mandala and stepping into the centre of the mandala and that possibility placed us in a central position where we could actually from the Isis work start to regather and remember differing aspects of the lost parts of ourselves, really. Mm. So that tied in with the work that we've been doing this month as well. I don't know if this is like an ignorant question to ask, but what do we know what would happen if you do reach that point? It's not an ignorant question. Has it happened? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Are we moving towards that? <laughs> do we know what would happen? Well, I guess that must be tied in with the idea of uh, ascension, meeting a final point where we're capable of overseeing so much. I think tied in with that is the work that most people working in energy work are doing now, which is relating to the DNA strands and the awareness that we're moving from a two-strand DNA functioning primarily towards a 12 strand oh. crystalline functioning of DNA and that I guess is one of the elements for how we take this forward and where the crystals can be supportive in terms of coherence their, their innate coherence to support us to be coherent with this multi-dimensional experience, really. Mm. So how have you found it working, not only on this, these ideas, mm. but also with Blue John at the same time? Well, the Blue John works through many different levels of our being. So even of itself, as a fluorite-based stone, it offers an integration of the differing levels. And I found that it embedded it 
um, more strongly. I found it a stone to be very supportive of my physical well-being. Mm. Um, quite often when we work with crystals, it's hard to pick out when a crystal actually is supporting one's physical well-being. But definitely felt with the Blue John, it was a very physically healthy, healing mm. um, stone to work with. That's interesting, isn't it? Mm. That is also your local stone. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's like that kind of like home body and like mm. the uh, the mingling of them together. <laughs> mm. Kind of strengthens, doesn't it? Yeah. It taps into and awakens something in the cells that is able to respond mm. and then in turn influence your own internal biology maybe. Mm. And have you found obviously you've kind of from Antoinette and also talking to Michael you've kind of got to this point that you were talking about earlier. Do you think that the stones have kind of supported you with that at all? I do, because as I say, I was trying to work out, well, how does this all interrelate? But in trying to work that out, I was coming, I think, from the position of myself, my, my mm. own being, and then it twigged, mm. no, that's not where this is coming from. This is actually stepping into an appreciation of maybe how we may be able to integrate the light body experience of ourselves. Mm. the energy so that when that penny dropped into place I thought crack is yes it's it's where it's how you come to approach things that makes the difference really mm. it's almost the journey as well isn't it oh gosh yeah and obviously we are coming up to our one year crystal anniversary yeah, yeah. and yeah. um and I think it's amazing that you've got to this point with the research and studying mm. after the year mm. of working and putting a lot of emphasis on two stones a month mm. and working, really working with them for that time. And, and it's funny that you kind of, because we didn't know that this was the one year for a while like, until the other day. And I think it's kind of interesting that when you, that the last month you've chose these crystals you chose the local stones. I think it's really interesting that you had no idea that it's mm. kind of like bringing it back to the to the core, isn't it? Mm. To the ground. To mm. what you're walking on and within every day. It's yeah, kind of physically giving it. Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. And it's it will be a year, and what a year it has been, hey. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. And I know that we've got a few videos coming up, short video clips, but it's interesting as we try to put that together as a way that all the crystals kind of gave that impetus that we want to all be in this, mm -hmm. we want to all celebrate. We're all shining. Yeah, all celebrate that coming together for a year. And it has felt a bit like a crystal party thing. Going on. <laughs> yeah, I've been having such a crystal party. <laughs> so it's been, a, it's a, a great year to be celebrating that anniversary and um, the hope that things will continue maybe not in the same way but they will continue mm. as a, a vibration that we can continue to put out there mm. really yeah which is which is the hope and next month or this month coming up 
we're going to be working with Usingite and Sunstone. Oh, I've not heard of Usingite. It is a more unusual stone. Um, been working with it a little bit preempting actually this week oh, just to get and feel of it i find it very peaceful calming and centering mm. and i think with the time being that we're coming up to the solstice and the equalizing time you know the solstice the height of the sun mm. which the sunstone will be there to work with that energy it's um, a beautiful adjunct to the sunstone to have this deeply penetrating, peaceful, calm opportunity to integrate those energies. Because it does feel a very, well, it's kind of like a bit of an intense time in one respect, isn't it? And here in the UK, we've finally been allowed out to play. <laughs> so you think of so much of what the human being processes has been locked up in lockdown mm. for so long have a feeling that that playing could well release itself through lots of nuanced ways really mm, so definitely. to have a, a calm peaceful ally alongside in that felt probably a good way to prepare for this time mm. to be honest mm kind of almost like a bit of a protective mm. kind of um basing stone I reckon because mm. with things shifting quite so quickly as they are, they are it's really, really yeah. yeah they are <laughs> yeah I mean I know there was this uh suggestion that as we move forward and we become closer to that zero point the more our cognitive resonance will impact on our immediate environment and the likes of what we think about may well be created very quickly. Mm. And so to have ownership of the way you think about things is kind of crucial. But I know even for you, you know, some of the thoughts that you were having a few weeks ago, oh, I'd like this to be in place or I'd like that to be in place. <laughs> <laughs> And then the following week it is. It was. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to trust that that lighter being of yourself to go with that, don't you? So that you are ready when the doorways open mm. and you can step into it. Because it is happening quite quickly. Mm -hmm. But also yeah. making sure that I think you have that that kind of grounded like um core base for when you are stepping into newer things and when things are shifting quickly because yeah otherwise it can just become a bit of an overwhelming experience mm. can't it but I think mm. if you um yeah that's why I think it's really interesting that you've chosen that stone for whilst we're leaving this last year behind in a way yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah although we won't because of course everything at Seppi point is all held oh, oh of course <laughs> So it's it's tricky, isn't it? Yeah, it's, all there it's tricky. Back into. <laughs> yeah, but I guess like we talk about time in a in a relative form to what we understand it as yes. when we're talking about it in context. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, and we are talking, I suppose, more from the platform of our higher selves mm. or our deeper subterranean selves, because it's bringing that 
up to the surface or drawing it in from a higher consciousness. It's that more expanded state of consciousness mm. that we're working with. So energetically, we're probably leaving this year twice the size as we were when we entered into this. <laughs> and continuing to expand so. So beautiful days that have been had recently. We've spotted the the plasma light codes coming onto mm. the planet with lights and the colours and sky and just being able to be open to receiving that mm. has been a lovely opportunity, hasn't it? Definitely, definitely. And I'm looking forward to working with Sunstone. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, I've worked well, one of the first workshops I did was with Sunstone, actually, and it does. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's such a, um, an involving and ties in, I suppose, with the um, integration of, of masculine energies also. Mm. Uh, well, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what do I mean by that? We're looking at integrating the female and masculine sides of ourselves. It's a brilliant ally to have on board mm. as we go forward into situations that would require self um mastery i guess really mm. yeah so would like to say thank you to everyone that contacted regarding the stones that they chose to work with locally it was fascinating for ruby and i to see what people were tuning into it almost formed as a crystal grid around the mm. planet the different places that people were tuning into their local stone and finding their local stone for the first time actually mm. no there's quite a lot of messages about you know actually finding where to where to learn about that stuff mm. Mm. so i think it's been a really interesting month mm. Mm. <laughs> and as antoinette says the the codings for the 12 crystalline dna were placed into the blueprint of the crystals that has networked throughout the planet in the planet's geography so the more we were able to tap into the local stone and to do so with other people also it felt a little bit like sharding up lights of light on that network around the planet mm. yeah very, beautiful yeah mm. very um connected and appreciating the planet and what we live upon as a breathing, palpable, energy-promoting environment. Mm. Yeah, she's doing her best to keep going, even with us, <laughs> even with us on here. But. <laughs> we will make it. We will make it. So, with that, we'd like to wish the listeners a beautiful month. Mm, engaging. And Thank everyone so much for those who have been listening to us for a whole year. It's crazy. <laughs> We've loved it and hope that in some way we can continue this. Don't mm, we? So yeah, definitely. That's the hope. So uh, thank you to all the listeners. Sit back and have an enjoyable month through the solstice and all the eclipses that are going on also. And um, 
maybe hold in mind the awareness that the light body potential is there at this point as we work in unison and unity with the crystalline consciousness. Yeah, thank beautiful, you. thank you.